everybody, welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Hector like Navarro. Enunciate it better and better every, every time. It's every weirder time. It every good. time. Uh, sitting across from me is my best friend since kindergarten, Mr. <laughs> Keller Knobloch. <Right. laughs> Say hi, Keller. Hey, yeah. oh, I was like, no, yeah, I know that. Since day one of no, kindergarten. We met like five years ago or something, and uh, it's, it's just it's a bit that we do on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was in me. kindergarten, and I was one years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have got a. A, the most special guest today. Oh. First of all, right off the bat, Easily I have to, the most special guest. The most oh. special. But I do have to make this announcement. Oh, I have to make this announcement. We were ha- uh, scheduled to have a very good friend of mine, Mr. John Roca, on the show. <clears throat> the outlaw, John Roca. And this is our first hiccup of our 10-year project, you guys. This is called a scheduling conflict. Guys, this is where be more. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the year, fuck any of you expect A lot can happen us. in 10 years. I'm sorry. I got defensive yeah. real fast. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> You're right, though, Keller. It's going to happen again. And uh, the good news is, is that we couldn't work it out to get John on the podcast for this episode. Um, I don't think he's I, I don't think he's missing much. This is not a key. <laughs> he's, he's seen this movie before, and he wanted to watch it again. But we are going to have John back Oof. in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for an announcement, because we are going to announce when John Rucka is going to come back, Ooh. but thankfully we had a um, a somebody waiting on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, got called in in the bottom of the ninth. Our uh, bottom of the ninth. <laughs> uh, our good good friend, one of my best buds, and um, so excited to have him on the podcast. We told him, "Hey, do you want to come over and watch this sad movie?" And he was like, "Yep, I'll yeah. be there." <laughs> He is an actor. He's a comedian. He's so great. Mr. Alex Puccinelli is on the show. Ooh, hello. Hello. Also, ooh, ooh, oh, so loud. Thank you. Everybody. Also known Thank as you. Pooch to his, to his uh, fans. C- closest and people. Friends yeah. and closest so people. none of you better yeah. fucking yeah. call him there. <laughs> <laughs> Only we can do it. <laughs> Uh, but um, Pooch, thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely, man. man. This you. is a, this is my first podcast. Is it really? I've what? listened to dozens, but never been on one. I don't know why one. you aren't on every podcast. I would love to be on more podcasts. Okay, we're putting it out here right mm-hmm. now. Right there. Anybody out there, if you if you do anything on ghosts, any conspiracy podcast on ghosts, mm-hmm. uh, ghosts, ghosts, and, and conspiracies, Bigfoot. Okay. Okay. I would love I, to be. I honestly can think of two podcasts that I can send you to. Yeah, we've okay. already send, got send, you ready to go. Yeah. Send me over. Locked and loaded, baby. <laughs> Wait, how many times have you seen a ghost and or Bigfoot? Uh, I, never a ghost. Have you ever seen ghost. the ghost of Bigfoot? I, I, oh, God. That's <laughs> strike. That explains so much. No, I've been backpacking once and I did Bigfoot calls. Nothing happened, though. What is Wait, okay. real quick. Yes. Okay. Sit a little bit back from the mic. Let's hear okay. a Bigfoot call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, everything I've learned for, is from that show, Finding Bigfoot. Wait, mm-hmm. are the windows closed? Is a Bigfoot going to come so, in here? <laughs> we'll so just run that risk. Go ahead. A, okay. They they speak through whooping sounds. Oh, so I feel forgot, free. To I forgot join. to hear that. Feel free to respond. Okay. I forgot that I knew okay. that. Uh, here is. Uh, okay. And then and then I'm another Bigfoot. Yeah. I'm a sound of the police. I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm a police. One is hiding in the woods right now. I'm a police officer, Bigfoot. British one. Yeah. This Bigfoot pulls up. I say, chaps. Are you breaking the laws? Say that noise. Speaking of British voices that are offensive, um, Keller. Why don't you bust us into this episode? That was by, a great segue. It was it was beautiful <laughs> by performing our um, our. You know what? Before we do that, too, I also want to make close. this announcement at the top. We are a week behind. If you're listening to this oh. in real time, you were waiting around for a week, for seven days, for the next episode of the 500 so two Greatest weeks. Films. So yeah, so two we're two weeks behind, but. 
This is the announcement. If you're listening to this and it's years from now, you're like, what? What? I just clicked on the next one. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But we're going to say this. Keller and I are promising you, because it's in the works, that we're going to release a second episode later this week, Wednesday morning. After oh. you're done basking in the glow that is Alex Puccinelli, you Woo! get a second episode later this week, Dang. and we will announce what the movie is going to be at the end of this episode and who our guest is going to be. So stay tuned for that. You get two in a week, then we're going to be caught up, and we're going to be right back on schedule, which is a movie a week for 10 years. Keller, what movie are we talking about today? This is our 20th episode. Oh my gosh, almost halfway done with the year. Wow. So, <laughs> one tenth one done 20th with, of yeah. the way. That's great news. <laughs> yeah, one That's 20. great news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great news. <laughs> 480 The Sun's Room that, 2001. That leaking air noise you're hearing is is uh, Pooch laughing. Director right <laughs> <now. laughs> Vincent Price is sitting next to me right now. Nonny Moretti. A heartbreaking look at a father's grief after the death of his son. Moretti's Palme d'Or winner is lifted from the maudlin by his thoughtful and tender treatment. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah. Okay, guys, so this movie... Both thoughtful and tender, I will say that Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. off the bat. If you haven't seen The Sun's Room, and apologies to, um, to the people that are trying to, <laughs> to all of Italy. <laughs> Spoiler. To the people that are like trying to follow along with us and watch a movie a week, because The Sun's Room is, is kind of hard to get a hold of in the year 2018. We had to like order we a, DVD. a DVD. We bought a DVD. We, we bought, bought a zoo. Yeah, we, we had bought, to buy we, a zoo, <laughs> and luckily the zoo was well-stocked with like a pretty good DVD collection. <laughs> so this is one of those movies, like, not on Netflix, not on Amazon to rent, not on, you know, it's it's a little bit tough to find, but from 2001, a foreign film to us uh, ignorant Americans, an Italian mm. movie, and um, like everything that little description said, like, it's a story about a guy who's a therapist, a uh, psychologist, therapist, everyday guy. Loses his son in a really tragic Guys, accident. The family the director, and they deal with it. They don't show. Wrote you. this mm-hmm. and is the guy. He started. No, really? oh, that's the he director. Did all of it. He Mel Gibson this movie. Oh, Are you serious? Anything? So it's a passion project. Great. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I wonder if his son died. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sorry for well, laughing. The tail into Let's that. maybe do a little wiki research on that. Okay. I'm trying Ooh, to see. I already did the, the research. Oh, okay. And great. You guys were just blown away by that one fact that I just told you. That so was impressive. I'll keep doing more. We'll Let's get our overall thoughts from our guest, Alex Puccinelli. You came over. You thought we were watching a different movie. <laughs> thought we were watching Marvin's Room. <laughs> yeah. With, with Leo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. I've, yeah. done, I've done this before. I've like looked ahead and been like, oh, yeah, this is the movie we're going to watch. And like pitched it to who was going to yeah. be our guest. And I've said the wrong movie title. Well, the, the pitch you gave me was stellar. Um, it was, hey, Pooch, do you want to come over this weekend and watch a really bad Italian foreign movie? <laughs> I was Did like, you say well, bad? I think you said bad. I may or, have said it. I... Or just or have, sad. Maybe I've never sad. seen. Maybe I did say sad or bad, but I've never yeah, seen we'll it. And sad. I was trying to pitch this as a fun activity for a friend to come over and yeah. do. Yeah. Knowing the subject matter really briefly, like surface level, the way I pitched it to Pooch was, "Dude, come and hang out at our place. Absolutely, we'll have snackies, hundred percent, and we will and carrots and hanging out with. We undersold this. Yeah, <laughs> hanging out with uh, with Ke- with it. Keller and I." And he's a big fan of Keller and I. We Absolutely. and so he he agreed. But what were your overall thoughts when the movie was done? You said, "Guys, I don't." That's the yeah. first thing you said. Yeah. I just I, I had trouble following it. Here's a fun fact about me: I struggle with reading on screen sometimes because <laughs> I have to look at the picture and then I have to read. Mm-hmm. It's such an American thing, like foreign. Mm-hmm. Uh, subtitle thing to say, but I I won't even front my learning disabilities. I will struggle <laughs> when there is. 
text and film sure. on at the same time. So sure. by the time I finish reading the text, it's on to the next shot mm-hmm. and it doesn't match up. Uh, I mean, I won't lie. I don't know why it was on the list. Yeah. I, it didn't blow me away. Or right. Anything. And I came in with an open mind because me being the guy that I am, I don't watch a lot of foreign movies, but I'm Same. always, I'm always down to watch anything. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I'm going to learn something. This is going to be different. It's going to mm-hmm. be fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> didn't really understand. I mean, I understand what happened in the movie, but yeah. I, it didn't blow me away. Kinda, yeah, there were some think, scenes that were Yeah, powerful. I think to kind of go off of what you're saying, Pooch, like, I think you nailed it on the head for me, too. It didn't blow me away, but it was not a bad film. Yeah. This is something that I would recommend. I'd be like, oh, that's good. That was well acted, well yeah. written, well, you know. It was interesting in the yeah. way that they shot yeah. it and the way that they would do their cuts. And, and the, like, the story progressed is interesting the because. Fan, like his little co- fantasies that they'd go into yes. or just like the way that things could have gone. They when actually the, play that out in the movie. When, when the main character yeah. was grieving. I'm trying to yeah. explain because I'm, I'm assuming people listening to this will probably not have seen the film yeah. yet. I so, I'd read it earlier. You what did. happens? You did. You read the <laughs> things. It yeah. is. It was refreshing seeing a movie like that, especially for me, who's like, if there's not lasers in it, I usually don't there were watch no the movie. There was no lasers. There were the no lasers. Room. No robots. Uh, no time no travel. Room. Yeah. So I'm very proud of myself for <laughs> watching it because <laughs> I'm not the one like that is seeing foreign movies. So I'm sure. very proud of myself for watching this is it. Our s- uh, second. But if anything, it Third. did non-English film. Oh, I don't know. Ooh. You'll have to. You'll have to do the. You'll have to check for us. We. I know we got this. Crouching we got Crouching Tiger, Tiger Hidden Dragon, Dragon and Amoris Peros and Ooh. Princess Mononoke. Oh, technically animated. So, yeah, so that's I this is our fourth non-English because this is from a British magazine, a British list. So oh. you know, British and American films are all in English. Um, so they're easier for Americans to British films are you know, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. So I, I'm I'm with you, Pooch. You know, I am open to foreign yeah. film and foreign cinema and um, especially like. It's so it's always great to watch movies that are just different budgets. Yeah. We also what did we see this weekend? We all saw Solo. That just came out, right? The mm-hmm. Han Solo. Yeah. And these movies are two hundred million dollar budgets. Yeah. And it's like that film looks like it's real life because it just looks like That's all they could. Yeah. It's just all real. It's slice of life. They're shooting on location, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that, and that was probably the the craziest thing about the movie is it's a thinker. Mm-hmm. Like it makes you really put yourself in the perspective of the father. And is like, and you're thinking, oh wow, what would I do in that situation? And it's, I mean, it's because it's a terrible story. I know. I, I can't is. imagine that happening. I, I know. God forbid that ever happens to anyone of us or anyone listening. Um, I but, think it does create empathy because, yeah. like, because again, the guy has to. He goes back to work, and he's seeing clients in therapy sessions. And one of his like that was an his clients like says a thing of like they were just diagnosed with a maybe a tumor, right? Is that mm-hmm. what it was? And so like he's dealing with that and he's like, now I'm thinking like I just want to survive. I just want to survive. And he yeah. said something to the effect of like I can't imagine dying or whatever. And then he and then he stopped himself because he knew what his therapist had just yeah. gone through and he's yeah. like, I'm so sorry. I can't yeah. and he goes, No, no, it's fine, it's fine. So, Should a therapist just stop working for a while? Eventually he That's did. What I thought. Eventually I that like, is what he did, yeah, does, but I think off. that should be a Mandatory thing mm-hmm. in the med- as a medical practice. I guess he's not. I don't know if he's technically a doctor. I don't know. Well, especially if you're having to give people advice, like I feel like you might yeah. be going through some crazy mm-hmm. stuff and Big say something conflicts. wrong. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's what he does end up doing. I kind of took this film to be like a lot of the stuff that sort of ends up happening by the end, where the family sort of like kind of not ends mourning because they're always going to be dealing with what they're dealing with but like with the loss but like where they are at the end it almost feels like a no brainer but I almost took this movie as like well here's why when you go through a loss it might be 
beneficial to take a break from work. Mm, and they yeah. just kind of showed us, like, the guy went back to work and and it didn't go great. Well, they kind of established at the beginning of this movie, this is the guy who has everything together. Yeah, like, right. He's the father. He's got his job going on. And mm-hmm. then... They showed uh, the, the kid's sister and their daughter lashing out during a sporting event. Yeah. And we're watching this with the context of, we know exactly why she's doing this. But it, I think it also gave you the context of, like, people... Like, the other basketball player that she was... Um, like got into a fight with and you're probably thinking from this other teenage girl's perspective like why is this girl just punching me this girl's yeah. awful yeah. and people in the fans are like what the hell like throw her out bah, bah, bah. and it's given us empathy of like hey next time you see some people like acting out going they might be going through some shit you know we, we see said them, that we yeah. were yeah. when he's walking through that carnival it's like next time you see a guy walking alone through a carnival maybe his <laughs> yeah. son just died yeah no shit no shit yeah yeah um it's like when ever... you see a dad walking around alone at best buy and it's like man he does not have the kids this weekend <laughs> <laughs> what is he gonna do he's gonna party um we had some fun we had some fun with this film um we had to. We do. We have to talk. We have yeah. to talk about the scene. We got to talk do. about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It's a curveball. <laughs> curveball of a scene. Um, pretty early on to the film when it's showing us <clears throat> passion, passion, passion. How In their lives how, before kind of yeah. came out of out of nowhere. How how well the family is like put together. Mm. How they how well the guy has his life together or whatever. Mm-hmm. They um <clears throat> his life really well together. This movie is rated. R. For one F word. <laughs> For one F word. And hit him with it, Keller. And then some titty sucking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have to apologize in case everybody, in case we're crass. That was um, the theme of this episode. Uh, yeah. So it's it's, so, rated, it's rated R. This one, okay, first of all, the movie starts and it's 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 like this like, it's just like a, a, Thank you for there's apologizing just, for It opens up with an it's Italian like, Rocky yeah. training sequence yeah, He's just he's jogging just Jogging but there's to like, sad piano music It's slice like, of life ugh. It's it's like a montage It's scenelets That yeah. are just this guy's life And at the end of the night He's in bed with his wife And they are very much in love it's Like are we in Manchester by the sea? Yeah and we're expecting I was expecting the movie to cut away Because like yeah. they're about to go to sleep Or maybe they were macking on each other a little bit I was expecting such a hard turn in the yeah. conversation. I was expecting the movie to cut away as it did with literally every, every other thing. scene leading up to that. They're in. They, he has to go to the principal's office because his son, this who will later die, stole a dinosaur moments. fossil. Yeah, his son. Say that again, Keller. This movie dwells in such weird moments. Yeah. And then another moment, it cuts away because yeah. it's like efficient and it's not important. But yeah, Pooch, like we get to the you know earlier. You in know the what? Movie. Pooch, walk us through what happens. So okay. I remember it this okay. a certain way just because it was. Very very hot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and my brain kind of went a little haywire. Yeah, uh, you were I was. In I gripped the pillow tightly. <laughs> I accidentally grabbed your leg. I thought it was mine. Um, but Italians, man, Italian. And I pride myself. I'm my last name is Puccinelli, so mm-hmm. I yeah. would have taken it to the exact same level he did. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I was like, I'm right with you. Guys, but. I wish you had now seen this movie. If you're listening and you haven't, I almost wish you had because to, to, oh. so, it's just like a classic the, pooch move. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> any ex-girlfriend of mine just knows, like, cla- <laughs> if they watch this movie, classic well, pooch. there is, like, a forum section of, like... <laughs> Pooch's scorned lovers. <laughs> and they're all ripping up the comment boards. But, uh, the comment boards. Is that what they're called? Yeah. The comment board? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they're laying in bed, and I don't know what he was reading. Uh, Must have been the Kama Sutra. Or Kama something. Sutra. Oh, the joy of sex. Yeah, She's sure. obviously trying to sleep. Must have been if you give a if you give a, a if you give a mouse a cookie, he'll ask for a glass of milk. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, <laughs> teach a man to fish. Uh, <laughs> and you'll ask for a glass of milk. And she <laughs> said, uh, 
turn it off. And he said five minutes or cinco minutos. Yeah. Cinco minutos, yeah. something like that. Um, a lot of Italian is like trying to. Le- the fun part of that movie was trying to learn Italian. I yeah. won't lie. That's my favorite <laughs> part of the movie is reading the subtitles and trying that to learn one, Italian. One of his patients that just was talking about jerking off out of a window. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out how do Google you say Translate? that in Italian. Should we just Google Translate. <laughs> we should. So but uh, yeah. So he's reading a book. He, he's reading a book and he and he turns over. And the light's still on. The light is still on, and mm-hmm. he starts kissing the neck. He starts oh, to keep. He's, for, after he reads a weird poem, yes. and at that point in the movie, we're about like toes. Yeah, we about were like toes. We were like, what is? Oh, so he was reading a book about sucking toes. So he was sucking like, okay, toes, toe sucking. No, but yeah, he he proceeds to read this entire poem. He's like, hey, he goes five more minutes. Toes. Listen, listen to this poem, and starts reading this poem to his wife as she's like turned over and trying to fall asleep. And it's a weird poem and at that point we were, we all looked at each other like uh what is this yeah, movie where are we going when this? when is like the the thing going to happen that is the the how they get the rights to this poem know. Ah, Master Bandosi. <laughs> Master Bandonsi. Master Bandonsi. Jerking Master. off. Master Bandosi. Master Bandosi. Master Bandosi. Master Bandito. Master Bandito. Ooh, two banditos. Uh, yeah, so Pooch, and then what happens in the scene? We spent uh, more time describing this scene than like the overall thoughts. Over three guys, of yeah. course. Of oh course we're going to talk about this. And I also want to preface this. Was it one of us three that coined the term, or was it Chelsea who was here and also watching the movie with us? I think she might we, oh, Thank you, because I, I remember, I remember also, we were all like... I'm not going to say that because I don't want to get in trouble. Either. I think... <laughs> Was I'll take you, blame Pooch? for it. I was think I Pooch? said sucking titties. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did say that. I, like, I feel like we were beating around the bush until somebody said yeah. it. We're like, yeah. and then like, Chelsea was here and that Chelsea laughed. And floodgates, it did. It did we open some floodgates. Was that, first was of all, was that too harsh to say in front of no. Chelsea? I apologize. I always just get, <laughs> I always just get freaked out. Okay. Um, Cause I, I don't you know. normally cuss, but that seemed Thank to pull it, pulled it out of me. It did. And you said some hard curses. It's just sucking. Master Bendelce. Yeah. I mean, the scene's happening. I look over and Kelly. Glasses are fogging up. My yeah. glasses are my fogging glasses up. My glasses are fogging up right now. Yeah. <laughs> my legs are crossed. <laughs> Grabbing that pillow. Anyway, he proceeds to suck her titty. That's the it's he, his wife. Like and it was that hard. But he says that blouse. He says the blouse a little uncomfortable. And she's like, like, oh, you don't like it. This is why you're it. wearing this nightgown. Why are you wearing the nightgown? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> pulls it down. And, and then a boob came out. And I was like, oh, this is an Italian. This is like oh, a, rated a, R. This is a European film, an Italian movie. They're passionate And you people. know, good for them because honestly, we're prudes. Like, little it kids should be able to. at the teddy suck, though. Little, <laughs> right after. Like, he goes to town and then he comes up for air and then it cuts away. And I was like, yeah. All right. Oh, um, comes up for air. Like, yeah. I wish the sun did. The sun died in a diving accident. That was a. That was a. That was a he couldn't come up the air. Yeah, oh, dark pull, yeah. dark pull. That was a great deep pull. cut. Really I good enjoyed pull. that thoroughly. Thank that really made good. Thank you. Watching this movie worth mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think kids should be able to see that in a movie and just be like, dude, it's like a husband and wife. Yeah, that are you know what I mean. It's, Do you remember your first uh, boobs uh, uh, nude scene in a movie that you watched with your parents? Ooh, that's a great question. Everybody my age, I feel like, is going to say Titanic because it was PG thirteen, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, Do you know, and it was like. And it, and every and every parent still was like it's fine it's tasteful yeah. it's one boob, and they're making love and they're having sex who cares it's they're not a big teenagers. deal teenagers yeah. right um but it might well I actually I don't know did you say Braveheart maybe Braveheart yeah. wow hmm. I'm I trying to think remember. too like late eighties early nineties I remember my first boob um in not in a movie mm. I was with my dad. <laughs> This is so horrifying. My dad took me to my first concert. I was 12. Who? Um, I think me and my dad were supposed to hang out, and then my dad got invited by his friends to go to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Nice. And then my dad. Of course, you're going to see a boob. My dad's workaround was like, hey, I'll bring my 12 year old son. It's like a margaritaville, brother. You're going to yeah, see some boobs. Exactly. My dad asked me, 
instead of like, hey, can we can we postpone hanging out, doing father son stuff and stuff you'd want to do, Hector? Uh, you want to come with me to a Jimmy Buffett Ooh, concert with my I? adult friends as we drink and uh, enjoy Jimmy Buffett music? As and I said, sure. How old were you? At twelve. Wow. First concert. So nice. we go, and it's a good Can't time. Your first um, concert was Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. What was your first concert? I think it was like Clint Black or something, <laughs> some country concert that we just like ran around on the lawn while things were happening. No yeah. titties? Any the titties? 4th of July. Not that I remember. The only time I've seen titties sure. at a concert was lawn, a lawn. You said lawn? Pooch. For, uh, Blink-182. Hell, really? Yeah. Dude, It was all a yeah. concert. That was one of my yeah. first well, CDs. Me. That's a, a dude ranch? One of my first CDs. Uh, I think it was like an LP. Cheshire Cat? Here's an embarrassing story. It was an LP and it had a cuss word on it and I told my mom <gasps> and I was like, if you want to take this back, you can't. I was such Aww. a little goody two-shoes. That's so sweet. I had so much music okay. taken away for cusses. Mm. Yeah, sad. yeah. I got out in front of. It. I, uh, I let me explain to the boob that I saw at the concert oh, was yeah. up on the jumbotron <laughs> because it was. I saw the same thing as <laughs> Lil Wayne. <laughs> because it's like they they were they were before the concert in the uh, tailgate parking lot, just you know grabbing footage of fans, and this woman was excited, so she flashed the camera, and they put it up there, and the band's rocking out. And my dad was like, "Oh!" and he turned to me and was like, "Oh shit!" and I was like, yeah, "Oh you're shit!" Just like like, going crazy down there. That's it. I saw <laughs> you're just going to town on the jumbotron, and then I sipped a margarita, and oh. then my stomach hurt. Mm. Um, and I sat in the chair as everyone else was standing, and the guy behind me kept hitting me accidentally in the head with like his his hand or something. And I was like, "This is the worst." Accident. <laughs> you didn't love it? No, that was uh, that was my first concert. I had a good time. It was fun. Some great songs. Some great music, man. Run us through them. What are your favorite Jimmy Buffett uh, songs? Margaritaville. Oh, okay, Top. of course. Cheeseburgers Classic. in Paradise. <laughs> I love that. The, and that's like, all in I remember. Paradise. There's cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, why wouldn't there be? That's, that's like, a good point. Yeah. Is that's that your cool. food? Uh, I love a good cheeseburger. Okay, okay let's something? go down real fast. Prison food. Also, well, more like if we're about to die. Oh, yeah. last meal. Last, last meal. Because I have to, there's two answers. There's two questions. There's prison meal, and then there's also like, I guess what's your what's your weakness? What's your kryptonite? Because I remember Robert Downey Jr. The age that guy is, the amount he takes care of himself and works out. He said on in an interview once, he's like, I still love cheeseburgers. That's yeah, his thing from and Burger King ice cream. <laughs> I think he, I think he's moved on since the Burger King. Um, but he loves um. Cheeseburgers, ice cream. I feel like my cheat my cheat mm. thing is also um yeah if it's yeah it's pretty unhealthy. I feel like fish tacos would be my pretty good. Like, that's not too bad. Though. It's not no. too bad. Also, let's don't let's not use the word cheat meal. Thank treat, you. Treat yourself. Treat don't, meal. Don't cheat yourself. That's you why we I mean? had you on. Pooch. We shouldn't. But we if you could like eat an unhealthy like a food that is sure, bad sure, for sure. you indefinitely, yeah, it have no. Oh, that's I good. I love McDonald's. McDonald's and all these McDonald's order. Do you want college? Pooch, I want your dream. No, right now. No, I'm right now. No, oh, I, I go. Would... I go. I don't go as hard in the paint as I used to go. Mm-hmm. What position did you play? I was an outside linebacker. Yeah. What was your outside linebacker McDonald's okay. order? Oh man. Uh, I want six I, I Big can't... Macs, two large fries. <laughs> what, it's weird. Tiny, What's coming to mind <laughs> is Burger King. So okay, Burger King, okay. I would get three double cheeseburgers. No Fuck. way. I would get. Look at his arms. Of course. Uh, three double cheeseburgers. I'd get. Ooh, flex. Uh, you just flexed for us. You missed idiots. Four. We should have filmed this. Why is your titty out? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my it's the God. theme of the episode. Oh, gotcha, I don't know what to tell gotcha, you. Gotcha. <laughs> you get to flex on But I'd get uh, three double cheeseburgers and then four orders of six-piece tenders. Four orders of six-piece tenders? And that's, then that's 24 for that's everybody 24 who's doing tenders. math and listening. <laughs> oh, my God. Math is crazy. Or no. you got three double cheeseburgers Did you put those tenders on the burgers? I would take the buns off oh. and I would add the burgers, the patties to... The the original cheeseburger. So, so you just six. have 
Okay, but six, in between each. So you wouldn't eat all patty. the bread. You're going for the protein. No, no, no. I'd eat the bread. I'd oh, take okay. the top bun off, and then I'd put burger, and then couple tenders. Burger, couple tenders. Yeah, Holy burger, fuck. couple Fat tenders. Fat Sal's owes you so and much money for whatever garbage they sell. Push it down. Yeah. And enjoy, indulge, and that then I have fries. Uh, yeah, milkshake. Not a milkshake. Uh, two orders of tacos. Mm-hmm. Burger King like tacos four are tacos? Burn, yeah, are, are good. They How do are? they compare? I didn't even with know the they had Jack in the Box tacos. Yeah, thank you. How do they, they're, before they're I even say it, see me and Pooch similar. Simpatico. I know what Jack, you're Jack in the Box. Uh, I, I think Jack in the Box no are meat better. In Jack in the Box tacos. Um, it's tofu. It's all tofu. Mm-hmm. What in Jack in the yeah, Box? Man, are you yeah, serious? Yes. You can be vegan. Go eat at. Oh my god. I love fast food. Mm-hmm. I do, too. I'm learning so much about how good it is for me. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to think of, of like that last meal question you asked, mm. or the one that you could magically... The, well, first of all, buffet, so what, is your, what is your McDonald's go-to? Because I have certain go-tos for certain fast mm. food places. Uh, not all of them are like the grossest. Like Some of them yeah. are like, I'm like, this is like a healthier thing. I like yeah. to get at you know Taco Bell or whatever, whatever. But what is your 2018 pooch? I'm going to McDonald's. What are you getting? Uh, Big Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, classic. classic. Yeah, I, uh, Big Mac, I gotta regular be in the fry. Mood for a Big Mac, and then I gotta be in the mood. Same. Coke with easy ice to no ice because the McDonald's wow. Coke is different. Oh, Have you, do you know about this? No. So my friend used to work at McDonald's. And this I is asked exclusive. Him, what sugar? is this? Is an exclusive? They changed the calibration Exclus- on the machines, what? so there's more syrup in it. Oh, so it's sweeter. My and they coat the French fries God. with sugar. What? Yeah. They Some coat wing them, they coat them with sugar. Coat them with sugar. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> I think I've heard the thing about the French fries, yeah. and I may have even heard the thing about the Coke, but then <gasps> forgot it. But it makes it just makes sense, Coke. doesn't it? It's like when absolutely when the first time you have a Mexican Coke, mm. or when when somebody points out Mexican Coke is because I've had Mexican Coke when Let's I was a little kid. Real cane sugar. My family's from Mexico. Yeah, when somebody points out to me like Mexican Coke's different, I just thought about it. and I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Now that I think about, it. same thing with McDonald's Coke. It's like, wait it's a minute. Different. Yeah, it is. So you I, say little to no ice. Little to no ice because uh, I don't want water messing mm. up that yeah. sweetness. Yeah, calibration. But point. the thing with the, with the Coke, the McDonald's Coke, I've, I've been known to go to Burger King, to go to Del Taco for mm-hmm. food and drive to McDonald's to get the Coke. Well, they've got your face up on the wall and be like, yeah. hey, this guy's not going to get a Coke because you're known to do that. <laughs> well, in college, they knew me by name. Pooch! I would trade football tickets for free food at Burger King. Holy fuck. Not yeah. a fair trade, was it? No, I mean, the tickets were a hundred dollars. Okay, so I would how have much a hu- food. Oh well, whenever I would whenever I would go, I would just prob- pretty get much get hundred dollars worth of food. Yeah, I had like oh a credit. My God. Oh my! As long God. as a certain people as were. As long working. as you had those tickets, yeah. damn wow. enough. So, like, you hear all these stories about college football players getting busted for getting cars. <laughs> yeah, you're just getting <laughs> apartments. I'm just getting burgers, man. <laughs> damn, you know how to do it. I had the you had to keep that figure. I, absolutely. You, know? you, had you, had to, you had to weigh in twice a week, and if you didn't weigh in at the right amount... What was it, your weight supposed to be that you had to my eat that goal, much? My goal weight was I had to be 260. 260. So you had to be wow. three pounds under or over that every week. Damn, and wow. then your stupid. son died in a scuba diving accent? <laughs> And then my weight, I dropped a, a very much. I got it depressed. I got it depressed. I didn't want to eat. My weight, dropped a very much. Sorry, guys. I had to Keller, bring it back. I appreciate you trying to bring it back. I kind of almost don't want to. Yeah. Oh, like, this is fascinating. Let's okay. see how many What's topics we can cover. My last meal, well, you guys are mentioning fast food, and I am a Ooh. big fan. My last meal, though, might be something like, I might like, like go to, uh, 
I just went to, I just visited Mexico and saw my dad and some of his family, my family over a weekend. And we went to like a few restaurants and just that like home cooking, like Mm -hmm. red rice and beans, like tortillas, handmade flour tortillas with those spots on there. Just an unlimited amount of tamales. Not, 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 I'm not even a tamale guy. No, No. I'm like a, um, tacos. uh, like that maybe mixed with like eggs and chorizo. Like that oh, like yeah, yeah, that yeah. is like a brek- brekkie, is a breakfast. Like I went, there's a place over on Sunset that I've been getting chilaquiles at mm-hmm. pretty regularly. Yes. Holy fuck. Maybe Big that. Fan. Chilaquiles. Yeah. Chilaquiles. Dude, yeah. I love Mexican food. Me too. It's my favorite food. Or fried chicken with everything. I don't have cheese, potatoes, green beans. I don't have places here in LA other than guisados for tacos, but those are like not even like what I consider regular tacos. They're on Melrose. It's over in I think there might be one, but there's one in Burbank downtown. Think I've had this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're like this big. Yes, and they're they just like pack on like sauces and little flavors. You know what, guys? Where's your favorite place to get? Italian food. Oh, Ooh. Keller, stop trying to bring it. I'm oh, sorry. There is a spot in Burbank called Pinocchio's. Pinocchio's? Oh. I grew up going to. It's okay. on Magnolia. Uh, it's. Uh, Where's it near? Magnolia and what? It's ne- it's next to the Halloween store on Magnolia. Okay, I know exactly where that is. So okay. it's called Pinocchio's. Okay. It's a an adorable date. It's cheap, mm. and they have an Italian market on one side, and then a restaurant. Oh, great. Those and yeah, they have right uh, gelato. Fuck yes. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's. You can get a good meatball sandwich for like seven bucks, but it's huge, so you can split it. Yep. It's a. I mean, I'm not saying it's it's good just because it's cheap, but mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's an added bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But it's Pinocchios. so good. Panachos. 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 See, I'm glad Panachos. it worked out. It's like I wanted to reach out to Pooch just because he's the best. When I was living in the house, Italian, and so I told you we were, I was going to go see Pooch, and I was like, I'll say hi to him for you, Keller. You're like, get him to be on the podcast. I said, great idea. I did say that. So that was Keller. But thank you. He's also Puccinelli's perfect yeah. person mm-hmm. to be on perfect. today's Italian. I'm a fake, I'm a fake Italian, but we're, we'll, yeah. we'll make it. Um, what else do y'all remember about this movie? Scenes you liked, scenes you didn't like, things that were confusing, things that were like heart wrenching and good. <gasps> The, the shots. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. The shots made it a little confusing for me. The quick cuts. Mm-hmm. Also, because like, we were reading. Mm-hmm. That, that definitely so might probably be, takes yeah. away from the cuts. Um, but I'm wondering if they if they let some certain scenes like marinate a little bit more. If they been if they would have been more meaningful. The one thing that's just coming to mind right now is when he's on that weird Ferris wheel. Because mm-hmm. oh, I, yeah. I can't imagine like at first I didn't get it, but then I was like, he's obviously just. Doing something to do random something. for sure, and he's just doing something, sure. and he's just sitting in this Ferris wheel, just Those like shots were cool. sulking uh-huh. in what just happened. So uh-huh. at first, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of weird," and then I'm like, oh, "I don't, I can't even imagine what I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd literally just be walking." Yeah, famously. it really. The movie does do a really good job of putting you, like you said earlier, Pooch, like putting you into the shoes of what would you do if this happened to you? Yeah, because it just shows his. It does a lot of showing his face in a lot of different situations mm-hmm. and. It, Expression doesn't change a lot because he's just so teary-eyed. out of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. his eyes are mm-hmm. always red and puffy. And I think that was we always get used to like these movies where people are just like crying and yeah. I'm so mad. But I'm like, you could see that all that in his eyes. Like his he acted very well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and his acting his, was really good. His job is to be the person who's on top of all that shit. Yeah, and as the da- exactly you're the dad, you got to keep everything together. Exactly. So, the yeah. film to me almost fe- almost felt like a. A um 
like a stage drama, like a production because of the intimacy of the family and certain yeah. scenes. But yeah. it's like, but I like that they, that they, that they didn't make a movie and a story that's like, could be a play. Like they are using cars. They're using editing and the passage of time and using things that film can do. Flashback. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or like fantasy, fantasy sequences, sequences, you know, dream daydreams, things that like would be hard to translate to a, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody, stage. yeah, I somebody watched this. did a lot of stage stuff. It, that makes sense because it just, it Real feels like that, that kind of, that level of drama and that level of acting, but it also feels like they're taking full advantage of the medium of film and they're using that to its, to the best of their ability as opposed to like, I, I can imagine somebody watching this movie and going, we should adapt this into a play for the yeah. stage. And then it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do for the scenes in the car? What are you going to do to, sh- you know, like, yeah. there's just too much. There's too much. And I think that, um, but I still just got that feeling of the drama so much. So it, it's at certain times it almost felt cliched. Yeah, it, it almost seems like felt a parody of a sad movie. A parody yeah. of a sad movie. Even the the name, The Sun's Room. Like, it's very, like, it almost feels like the good version of what Tommy Wiseau was trying to make with The Room. It's like an which is SNL like, oh, sketch. Yeah. Where they're just of an Italian talking film. about an Italian sad movie, but mm-hmm. it's not funny. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's stuff in this movie that's supposed to be funny and we just didn't. Maybe. I mean, I know Pooch asked the question. I like We had to go over it. Like, why did the husband and wife laugh at their daughter when they... Drove all night. These um, their their late son's like pen pen pal girlfriend and her friend to another country to France instead of like dropping them off at a bus station because the kids were asleep in the back seat of the car at night and the dad just decided to drive all the way through. Next morning, the daughter wakes up and she's like, "Where are we? Why'd you? I have to go to school. I have to do this." And they just started laughing and we were like, "Why That's is funny. that? Is do you think we missed something culturally lost in translation or was it just like?" A, a, like a oh ha ha, ha I didn't we, even think about that right I don't know whatever but the thing that keeps it away, keeps it from going into the realm of like almost parody of like a drama where like imagine a movie where the sun dies yeah this is called the sun's room mm-hmm. like it, the thing that's almost engineered to make you cry the worst thing like that could ever Oscar, happen yeah like Oscar bait type stuff is that it's very understated performances and very subtle. There's like a few you scenes... You said it's like mumblecore. Yeah, it's normcore, it's mumblecore, it's the Duplass brothers, yeah. There's there, it's the squid and the whale, it's one of those movies, but no, there is like one or two scenes where like the wife is like hysterically crying on the bed. Yeah. You're expecting right? Greta Gerwig to walk in at any moment. Yeah, yes. It's a ladybird, but not funny Yeah, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, no, does anyone did die in Ladybird? Lady, yeah, did anybody die in Ladybird? That's what it needed. More, yeah, Ladybird needed that to really... Kick it yeah, over the edge. Definitely. Beat that shape of water. You exactly. know what I'm saying? That's all you needed. Because lots Someone of people died die. in shape of water. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people ripped their limbs off. Mm-hmm. It's dope. Yeah, lost their fingers. It's yeah. awesome. Shape of water is good. Have you seen that? I didn't. Oh, okay. Cool. I, I saw the trailer creeped me out. Oh. I just didn't like the Ooh. idea of the, the fish man. The fish man. Yeah. Doing that? Huh? Doing what? This thing? Yeah, you can't see. He's, he's casting a spell on me right now, everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's, my, that's my Doctor Strange move where he's like. Like he does that thing, oh, so good. Where he's like, "Well, I'm the defender of this realm. Yeah. I speak for myself." Everybody gets so it. All they hear is you clap. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, "Move, man!" Anyway, it doesn't he's matter. moving his hands. Don't I, worry about I, it. I, well, real quick thing about Doctor Strange, I realized. Okay. If I can bring it to that for a no, second. No, I need you bring to in, say what you're going to say and then relate it to the sun. In yes. the Doctor Strange movie, I will. Fuck you. I absolutely can. Challenge accepted. I know you can, in but I'm doc- going to make you do it. <laughs> in the Doctor Strange movie, in his own movie, <laughs> his hand gestures are very like. Um, British. They're they're like very delicate 
and in the Avengers Infinity War movie where he aggressive. Yes, it's aggressive. aggressive. It's a lot of hitting. He knows what he's doing. It's a lot of. uh, But it's like physical. And also, he's like fucking pissed. Yes, it's exactly. It's more of that as opposed to like the sort of spell casting things that he did in the in the Mm -hmm. previous movie. And um, it just reminded me about how Giovanni, the main character in our movie, well, also deals with trauma. Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. because even the way that the Ancient One does her stuff, she is using that confidence when she mm-hmm. yeah. is casting spells. All right, and yeah, and then her son drowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Doctor Strange's use of his hands drowned, if you will. Um, oh my God, yeah, off of a cliff. Yes, yeah, so that is what was the impetus for him to find the purpose in his life. Mm-hmm. And in the film, The Sun's Room, Hey-o. Giovanni's... <gasps> hands are his dead son yeah but his getting over is him realizing also has to quit what he's good at because of this change to focus Mm -hmm. on all he's gonna do is change he's not gonna let it defeat him yes speaking of that did you ever get the vibe in the movie that he actually liked his job no no i never got that vibe even even beforehand before before his son died it just seemed like he was going through the motions yes and it's such a tough thing because it's like is this here's my question to you is this is this depiction of this italian man a normal depiction mm. is he supposed to be um more sort of like meh, kind of going through the motions is he more passionate than regular italian men is he more angry than regular is he more reserved than regular italian I feel men? Like because he's probably more reserved just given his uh profession and at one point which on, probably uh, still isn't a good thing a potential client says like you're so calm well, as we're going mm-hmm. through this, and he was like, "Yes, good, good for us, good for both of us." Like, so I'm like, "Okay, is he is he supposed to be now? Is the going through the motions supposed to show us that like he doesn't like his job, or are they mm-hmm. showing us that he is so good at it? He's he's so you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know if it's if that, that's the kind of thing that we wouldn't be tapped into because we don't hear Italian men speak every day. We don't know sure. you yeah. know what a regular like Italian citizen in a, in a regular job is like. Or did his son's death? give him permission to leave his job that he hated to do something that he really liked. But that he is a you don't ever see anything point, else Pooch. that he really likes. Well, because doesn't the son talk about uh, when he's playing sports, the dad's like, you don't like to win. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's not about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if there was any kind of exchange where maybe the dad, all he wanted to do was win. Be the and best maybe therapist. that's what he thought oh, life yeah. was supposed to be. Good point. Because my, uh, my, my brother, my brother is a he lawyer yeah. and he does not like it. Mm. But I think my dad always taught us that, uh, my dad would always say, pick a lifestyle you want mm-hmm. and then pick a job that will facilitate that mm-hmm. lifestyle, which I think is very dangerous because we... It, it is, but yeah. it is also good advice, but it is also very dangerous. Yes. It's a tough balance. That's because a tough... that yeah. almost just means money. Yeah. So and, many uh, people live, lead lives like that. And again, that's not... You can look at it and go, that's not necessarily bad advice. Some people live for the weekend and that's mm-hmm. great. You know, you have a job where you're like, I'm Monday through Friday, I'm doing my thing, but Saturday, Sunday, I do what I want to do, and this is the type of lifestyle I want to have, ergo, vis-a-vis, I, super sad Italian I have to, yeah, I have to do this thing during the week, but yeah, you might be right, Pooch, he may, that may, like, well, then the question to you is, Pooch, what's the sequel to The Sun Roots? No, don't what you happened? fucking Come do on. this, Hector, I don't no, have this to... is you, God this is it. your thing, I make him pitch a sequel for every one of these movies, and he just tried to pawn it off on you, <laughs> and that's not going to happen. What's the sequel to this movie, Heck? Well, the only way I'm doing the sequel. I'm sorry, Pooch. You're the allowed only to do way I'm sequel doing this sequel. Want. Okay, let's hear is it. Is if if I can hire as my co-writer, co-director, and co-star of the film, Italian actor Alex Puccinelli. Of course, okay. of course, you can All do right. that. And Alex Puccinelli. Here's my here's my pitch. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Giovanni yes. realizes that what he really wants to do is be a boxer. Is be a soccer coach. Oh, because okay. he loves football. Because he did teach. He, he did, did some, throw some he really did. nice moves. He did. Yeah, he was dancing in a field his for ver- a minute. His like vertical if, was off the charts. What they if were. If you guys haven't seen the Suns Room, do me a favor. Pause this if you're near a computer. If you're driving, wait till you get to work or home. Go look up the Suns Room trailer. No, pull over. Go look up the Suns Room trailer on your phone on your computer. You can see the sweet moves that we're talking about. So it should be about a minute in length as the trailer. Yeah, and it'll be in English. If and you'll know, you know everything about the this moves. movie because mm-hmm. he jumps in the air. So yeah, I'm like, you know what? His son's death will inspire him to go for his dreams, mm. and his son's legacy and his memory will go will make him want to be a soccer coach because that's what he's passionate about. Mm-hmm. Nice. He will connect with his daughter in different ways. Um, because maybe she's not an athlete anymore. She is a couple years later and she gets older and she's going to college or maybe she still is, whatever. What's it called? Doesn't matter. Um, she, oh. The college? No, the, the movie. movie. Oh. Let me, hang on. Let me work up okay. to it. Okay. Okay. Because I'm trying to think of something. Yeah. Okay. And then Giovanni meets a um, American football star, oh. American soccer star, played by Alex Puccinelli. Okay. We could do whose that. Whose name will be like um, David... Deckham or mm. something like that. David Deckham. Yeah, I like David that a lot. De- Deckham. David Deckham, who like can, who can, you know, he likes to bend it like Deckham. Yeah, and he's um, bend it. and he's covered in tats, and he's like this okay. awesome. But he goes over to Lots Italy to play. To I go work. to Italy to play. Yeah, you go yes. to Italy to play. Okay. And, and, Sick of America. Yeah. And he and too cool. England, wherever. He, yeah. I'm all about the sport, cool. not about the money. <laughs> You're exactly. able to teach him exactly. That it's not about the money because you know you're loaded. And you love pasta. That you do it because because of the love of the game, and he's able to teach you like you know what. Maybe um, you don't have to front One time so much. my son died. Maybe, yeah, he goes, my son died. You don't have to front as much. And then so David is like, you know what? You're, he's right. Giovanni's right. Maybe, yeah. I can, maybe I can be more myself here in Italy and as mm-hmm. opposed to all the pressures of being in the LA galaxy. There's so much pressure. Um, and yeah. the name of the movie would be called The Son's Memory. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Do I end up quitting football or soccer? No, you just decide to, just like Lightning McQueen in Cars, Quit the circuit and go live in a small town. You live in Italy. Gotcha. You decide to move from America to Italy, and you open your own soccer academy. Soccer academy. Soccer that academy. I charge nothing for. Exactly. I just yes. want kids to live a dream. That's mm-hmm. right. Do I ride a Vespa? Of Hell course, yeah. six yes. of them simultaneous, <laughs> same time. Okay. Yeah. Lying across six Vespas. <laughs> yeah, and you're the doing the splits across six. The name of your soccer academy will be. Kick it like Deckham. Kick it like Deckham. Yeah, kicking it with Deckham. Spit kick. Spit kick. It'll the be sun's, called the sunset room. It'll be called Mario Soccer and Luigi. Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Soccer Academy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay. It'll be called. Uh, <laughs> you got more? Called, no, I got nothing. I have got nothing six else. More. That's it. That's the pitch, man. All right. So I'm with Pooch, though. At the end of the night here, I do not think that the sun's room should have been or should be on the list of the 500 greatest films. We know Roger yeah, yeah. Ebert loved it. Rest in peace. I love True. Roger Ebert. Yeah, RIP. He loved the film. He said it was very powerful. It, it didn't do that for me. Uh, I think it's a very well-made film, and I just I just think of other movies that affected me in a more powerful way that I mm-hmm. would rather see on the list, and mm-hmm. especially since... Two th- we do this every time, hypothetically, since 2008. In the last 10 years, so many great movies that when you look at this list, you go, The Sun's Room. I mean, is it the it best okay. Is it the best foreign film about loss and grieving? Maybe. Probably not, no. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to probably say no. We need to get to the rest of these. Yeah, we do. And speaking of, I can, I'm going to go ahead and announce uh, later in the week's yeah, next film. Uh, two days. Two days. Guys, spoiler alert. It's Sunday, the day before releasing this episode. 
We've really biffed it this week. (laughs) (laughs) But you will have a new episode in two days' time. Or if you're, again, if you're just listening to this in the future, just click it. But the next movie is going to be what movie, Keller? The next movie will be The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Not the Ben Stiller version. Not the Ben Stiller version. Which was, what, 2015? Whenever that movie came out? 2014? Give or take. This is the 1947 original, which you can find on... Danny Kaye. You can find on Filmstruck. He is. He's amazing. Great dancer. Yes. Who? Danny Kay. Danny, Danny Kay. Kay. We yeah. should have had you on the da- dancing awesome. episode. We'll have to have you back, Pooch, for a musical or something. I would else. love like, that. I'm going to go. Wanna, we're going to let you, you actually skip pick through? your next I wanna episode be, next I want to come back anything, in two years. Anything younger. <laughs> no, okay. you'll be coming back next year. Next year. If, the, Every pick, year Pick you're anything be after 450. Pick anything after 450. So the next page. So after 450. Should yes. I just close my eyes and pick? No, no, no. No, 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 no. All right. Pick a good one. But real quick, about The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, 1947. It's streaming on Film Street. Truck. So yes. if you have it, you can find it there. And our guest is going to be John Pericello. John Pericello, who is a another producer, Italian. he's a writer, another Italian, another Italian, and he is collaborating with myself on the. He's the he's the brains behind the new um, animation show on Nerdist, Animation oh, cool. Investigation. So mm. John's going to be joining us. Episode, Just did right? that Star Wars episode, and you will have seen uh, the upcoming second episode will be upcoming. But anyway, John's going to be here for that two days from now. That's the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Pooch. Briefing, briefly looking at the list, are you seeing any movies jumping out to you? I mean, there's a lot on this page that I, that I agree with, but there's a couple that I'm like, okay, yeah, you Phantom, also see Phantom, Phantom Menace. Menace is on here. <laughs> Dude, That's every Star Wars movie but Attack of the Clones is on here. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I, the original Batman. Tim Burton. That's but see, on that's, here. that's that's you got to pick after. 450. Oh, after four fifty. Yeah, sorry. So after four fifty. No, Phantom Menace might go. be spoken for. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Feel free to. Dumb and Dumber. Page. High fidelity. Oh. I'll be here for both of those. <laughs> see, I'll see any of those. If you, you had can to come pick, over and watch any of these, if I had to pick those. one of those, yeah, between Dumb and two. Dumber. Oh, we're gonna have you back. That'd for Dumb be great. I love this. Yeah. That's such. A was great that movie. was that as it big a movie for you as it was for me when that came out? That was ninety four. I was nine years old. Jim Carrey. Is forever uh, mm-hmm. just an icon to me. Genius. Even after his Netflix special, which I did not love. But you know what I loved about that I special? Loved special, but yeah. That special was, it brought him down to earth for me. Yeah. And now I feel like if I ever see him or meet him, He's more of just a dude. Yeah. Yes, and I like that. Exactly. I will not geek out on him, which yeah. uh, you know I don't think he would want or I would want. And and so I, I like that. The second thing is that I think it was a great documentary. We're talking about um, Jim and Andy. Jim and Andy. Yeah. The the making of documentary behind Man on the Moon is it was just as fascinating to see how the entertainment industry treats a person like Jim Carrey. Yeah. How he was maybe not like well. Enable. And and the director yeah. of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Miles Michelle Gondry, Foreman. was like, oh, Jim, you're so broken. Oh, okay. Stay this way. And they weren't shooting the movie for a year. And he would make a joke like, oh, Jim, but please, you're so broken. Stay this way because then we can make our movie and it will be great. You know, it's just like, that's fucked up. So it showed yeah. to me just as, as, yeah. as how sort of sick the environment is. Dave Chappelle has talked about this. Mm-hmm. So many great it's genius It's like when comedians. somebody breaks up with somebody, it's like, oh my God, they're going to make a, their best album yet. I know. It's messed up. So that kind of remind, made me think like, man, I really, even though I was a kid, especially when Jim mm-hmm. Carrey was like oh. at, at just the top of the world, I was- Dumb and Dumber is you know, one of the funniest all movies time. ever and made. And it's going like, to be fascinating to see how it ever. holds up because I've had this conversation. It's been a couple years. There's a few uh, dicey uh, jokes. Oh, for jokes sure. that do not hold but up. But that year was three Jim Carrey's. It was so Dumb and Dumber. visual gags. The Mask. 
and Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, all in the same yep. year, dude. And he 94. was set for life then. Ever. Yep. Forever. Forever. And then, man, so, he was still able you, to put up Mr. Popper's Penguins. Do you think if Jim Carrey <laughs> came out now, do mm-hmm. you think he would be I don't the know. same? But you know what? Oh, you mean like if he were 20? That kind of... Like in, if, if Ace Ventura came out tomorrow. That wouldn't work. You well, first so? of all, not... Uh, like, let's let's hypothetically a say... Version of, yes, a, a 2018 version. Yeah, because Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura is transphobic. Now, we yeah. know. We go back and watch Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. And I used to quote that line all the time. The most it's famous like, line in the but entire movie. When you go, oh... Like, Oh, yeah, it's yeah. dicey jokes and things mm-hmm. that don't that we kind of know better. So let's say a 2018 version of that with a Jim, Jim Carrey who's 20 years old right now. Yeah, um, I think that it. I think that Jim Carrey, especially the the way his the way he did comedy, was a product of the 90s. The physicality isn't yes. there anymore. But I also think that comedy was People in a different make place yes. then. Very so different. I don't place. know if you could come Very out character with, driven. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if you could come out with a Jim Carrey type. Of an actor today and be like, yeah. check out this kid, and people would be like, so what? Well, it, comedy like, isn't really character driven anymore, in my opinion. Yeah, it's very shock and a lot yeah. of shock or there, just in no the dialogue. premise driven. Yeah, there's no more of those SNL style like this is the ladies man, this is yeah. superstar, this is not the rock. It's more like not here's Roxbury. here's yeah. Black Jeopardy. Yeah, and the the characters in this is not going to be. Just think about that. SNL used to be regular Jeopardy, which had. Will Ferrell barely doing an Alex Trebek impression, but it was about <laughs> yeah. the other actors doing celebrity impressions. And yeah. now the things that are in comedy is Black Jeopardy, which is Keenan and other black actors and guests that are on the show. And the one with Chadwick Boseman where he was King T'Challa yeah, was, was the funniest it. dude. I'm going to show it to you after. But but the, the whole joke and that the premise in that is like usually it'll be like two black uh, contestants and then one white contestant. Yeah. And it's like how good are they at – Black Jeopardy, where the questions are about yeah. black culture and the black experience. And so it's like, yeah, you're right. And I think those sketches are hilarious, mm-hmm. but it, it, you cannot just do like Make a, a whack, movie. Yeah. Yeah. What, you, 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 right. They can't the promote a Black Jeopardy though. movie. Yeah. <laughs> what, what were you going to say? The last one was the Target Lady? Is, is that what you think? Um, th- yeah. Last, who it does. I mean, like, I don't know, man. The last goofy movie that I can remember watching was MacGruber, oh, I was which I SNL. loved. And that was 2008. That's literally 10 years ago. I love that movie. Damn, that's Maybe true. Nine. Maybe. Once, yeah, SNL doesn't have like their 2010. I don't know brand of movies yeah, now it's anymore. WWE movies. So much, yeah. Hell yeah, John Cena is now the character <laughs> actor that we all want. He's the Will Ferrell. He's the exactly. glue. He's the new glue. Finally, puts everything together. Pooch, it's yes. the, the Rock and John Cena are two of the biggest stars. Yeah, doing things. But yeah. I, I'm not a John Cena fan. I think he can't really? be funny. I think Did he's you see fun- blockers. I didn't see Blockers. Okay. When Blockers comes blockers? out, I heard it's I'm going to buy it on Blu-ray. I'll let you borrow you it. You saw it? Yeah. I you can't wait. It? I enjoyed it a lot. You saw I, Game Night, too. Mm-hmm. You're on it. Mm-hmm. Trying to be. I like, I like Cena, but I think he's... John Cena and everything. Just the right amount of funny where it's like mm-hmm. you don't expect him to be funny, so mm-hmm. it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where The Rock... I don't think The Rock is necessarily funny. I think he's so charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More than anything. I can see that. As opposed to somebody like, I think John Hamm can be genuinely funny. Yeah. Oh, he but is he's genuinely still, funny. He still has that thing of like, you don't expect him to be funny because yeah. he's just like a classic looking Hollywood star, handsome guy. 
that you do not expect him to be funny. But um, I'll give you that about Cena. I'll give you I, that. I like, I like him, though. Yeah. I just think sometimes I'm like, he's just a far better wrestler than he is <laughs> an actor. Mm-hmm. Whereas The Rock, I think, is a better performer, entertainer. He's just an entertainer. He's than he is a wrestler. All around. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all around. Mm-hmm. It's like the same way I feel about Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. I think he's a far better singer, entertainer than he is an actor. For mm-hmm. sure. And I just want him to keep making music because I love his music. And be sure. funny in little things yeah. every now yeah. and then. Have a cameo and something if yeah. you want. Yeah. But like, no more end time, you know, please. Maybe you're. <laughs> yeah, maybe you guys are right. But if he said, you know "Hey, what's cooler than a million dollars." If how's <laughs> me? Does my guess September like Drop the the. Um, if uh, bring it on down, I'm La Villa. If yeah. like ten years ago, when, a movie. when the Lonely Island was on SNL, when Andy Samberg was on there, if Justin Timberlake had announced, "I'm going to take a break from music and join the cast of SNL for like two years," I would have been all I'd about been okay it. With well, that. Now, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not now, but it, but yeah, when he was doing, you know, the Barry Gibb show, talking about now up, SNL up, people up. go out and write the movies, and it's not even based on anything in SNL. Yeah, that's like true. Pop star or yep. Hot Rod. I love Popstar. Yeah. Popstar was great. Hot Rod is a great, yes. Thank you, Pooch. You're the best. Hot Hot Rod's Rod's so We're going to pencil you in for Dumb and Dumber. Definitely. Because I'm liking this comedy conversation. I like discussing this. And and I think like most things, I think comedy, especially comedy, is such a great reflection of like its time Mm -hmm. and the different influences that all of society, you know, leads to. Because I love having the dumb discussion of like September 11th changed comedy before and after. uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so totally different. The same with comic books and so many different yeah, things. How much um, did 9-11 affect the character-driven comedy even? Yeah, a ton. And how much did it affect um, the movie that we saw tonight, The Sun's Room, like a drama like you that? Know, we're, I don't we'll think, get into uh, it next time. Yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> the only thing I can think of uh, coming to my mind is Rain Over Me. That's a, But that is like a direct... It's barely comedy. No, it's not. It's a drama. It's a drama with some funny parts. Rain Over Me. Adam Sandler, It's a dramedy. Dramedy? All right. That's fine. Alex Puccinelli. Yes, sir. You are a national treasure. I appreciate Thank that. Thank you so gosh darn much for coming Thank over. Thank you. Gosh this darn. was a blast. We are going to point you to, we're going to point people that are listening to your stuff online. People can follow you on Twitter and Instagram at part-time adult. Yes, sir. Part-time adult. What else? Is there anything else that you want people to go look at, go click on? Uh, Check out. No, I mean, I, you can just find me on Instagram. I like to post just... It's it's kind of the the name my my handle. It's part time adult. I don't mm-hmm. really take myself too seriously. Let me let me tell everybody right now. Yes. Do yourselves a favor. Yes, sir. Follow Pooch on, on Twitter everything. and especially Instagram because his, your Instagram stories are legendary. I they appreciate are. that. They're Thank so you very funny. much. Hilarious. Thank you. I love you so much. Speaking of character driven, I'm trying mm-hmm. to bring that back on my Instagram. Yeah, you are. I'm really trying to get. Yeah. I have uh, one character in my st- like. I'm trying to get three in my mm-hmm. stable, and mm-hmm. I have them. I have them all written out. One I do. Mm-hmm. Two of the other ones I'm working on. Is one of them I'm the to see them. the emo boy? One of them's Toby. I love Toby. Uh, Toby's the best name for an emo boy. <laughs> Toby. And the other, no one Toby. will ever take them seriously, but all they want us to be taken seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we got Donnie Ferrari. We got Donnie Ferrari. Love Donnie Ferrari. We have uh, we have Toby. And then we have Mark Garland, who is a uh, his kids recently moved out, so he has time to himself to hell yeah he's to go to Best, Best Buy, Buy. To, yeah. to, do, to do what he needs to do. And his uh, so he started a blog called the uh, Thrift Pirate, where he goes to different thrift shops, secondhand stores, and finds buried treasure. Oh my god, I love yes. that! I love so, that! I'm so Starting excited. A blog, yeah, yeah. You guys are going to meet all three of these people on our Dumb and Dumber episode next year. Or, <laughs> and also, I just looked at here four 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 is hairspray. 
Which the original. You, I love the. I love Ricky Lake. Oh, I love yeah. her. Really, play. she's great. Okay. That is a musical. If someone offered me a part in that, I would take it. Oh, we'll definitely. send you the entire list then, and let okay. you pick whatever Perfect. you want. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also will pick the ten years from now, the very last one. Okay. Yeah, cool. you'll be on Singing in the Rain. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. You're, the, you're the you're the closest to yeah. Gene Kelly that I know. That yeah. That, speaking of that man. Guys, if you have never watched anything of Gene Kelly, go out and watch. That guy is a talent. Yes, he is. That is someone that I I literally started to take tap class because of that man. Mm-hmm. He's sitting yeah, in the ring guy, right? Ar- yeah. yeah, just he, gliding around. Is he? He's also like a noted asshole. Yeah, noted asshole. Right, yeah, but I don't think really he was, talented. I think he was very. I think he had that uh, that Mike Myers thing where he mm. was so. Uh, driven and perfectionist and he didn't want anyone messing with his creativity yeah because i've heard mike myers is kind of a jerk but really? i i think it's because he's a genius in my opinion yeah and i think he is so talented and i don't think he people he wanted people messing with his yeah i'll stuff. give you i'll give you one thing about mike myers know. the one thing i know about him kind of behind the scenes is that uh chris farley passed away chris farley was supposed to be shrek yeah he was the original voice of Shrek, oh, yeah, which dang. is why Shrek's character design a looks a little bit more like Chris Farley than he does oh, Mike dang. Myers. So Farley even recorded something a little bit and then died, and then he passed away. Uh, Mike Myers sort of took the job as a way to be like, my friend was doing this, Farley was doing this, I'll come in, I'll step in and work on it. He apparently recorded the entire movie in like a Mike Myers voice, just his regular voice, and then near the end of it, discovered or thought, what if he had the Scottish accent and kind of brought, like, you know, you know, Mike so Myers. So do you, the whole thing again, though. Yes. He asked because if of he that could, character choice. He asked if he could basically record all of Shrek again, and they obliged. And it was some of his character from So I Married an Axe Murderer, the father, yeah. the Irish father yeah. character, or the Scottish father character. And, um, uh, you know, and I think, but here's the thing. It's like, I heard that. And I think that's kind of brilliant and super ballsy of DreamWorks to be like, yes, we'll we'll spend the money to record this again because maybe they heard it and they're like, you know what? He's not wrong. Like, this is the character. And look at Shrek. You know, can you imagine if it Four was just Mike now, Myers? Mike Myers. Yeah. Like, boots, it wouldn't plus, have been Shrek. Yeah. So he was kind of right. But um, but yeah, but I mean, him, Gene Kelly, Gene Kelly, incredibly talented men. Definitely apparently, equal talents. Apparently, yeah, the same. Uh, apparently, uh, maybe so jerks. Um, also, there wasn't Gene Kelly yelling at um, he yelled at, at uh, Debbie Carrie, Reynolds, Carrie Fisher's mother, Debbie, yeah. Debbie Reynolds, on, on the set, set of Singing in the, the Rain, rain when she Sorry, couldn't man. get it right. And yeah. she was like nineteen years old. Yeah, and he'd be like, yelling Debbie at Reynolds her. was nineteen years old doing the same stuff as Gene That's Kelly. Crazy. Yeah. she's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, she's incredible. Um, but all right, we'll, we'll, we're definitely going to have Alex Puccinelli back. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Boom. Two days from now, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty with our guest John Piricello. So go get that on Filmstruck. Go watch that tonight or tomorrow night. We'll be here Wednesday morning. And if you're just doing this for the clicks and you're years from now, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we will we're see you next doing time. This for the clicks. Whatever. For the clicks. Just, I'm just mean, mean just clicking through oh, it. Oh man, just I gotta not, make sure that they get you know, good numbers. <laughs> not, you know, we're like we're like long dead. Somebody's listening to this in the year, I don't know, two thousand eighty four. Good year. I good won't year. be dead yet. Twenty eighty four. It'll be exactly one hundred years after nineteen eighty four. Will mm. the world be a better or worse place? I don't know. Let's find Skynet. out. Skynet. Terminator I too. feel like at least Skynet would make smart decisions. Why? I feel like it's, they want to kill all of humanity. Mm, couldn't you reason That's with Skynet? That's not a bad thing, though. Couldn't you reason with Skynet? Mm, maybe. Can like, you reason with a robot? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen War Games, dude? That's maybe. True. Maybe robots are more intelligent than uh, you know current leadership of humanity. That's yeah, all I'm, I'm saying. saying. James Cameron didn't give computers enough credit. Thank you. Couldn't computers tell the difference between like? We've know, all seen Solo. Yeah, I think that yeah. I would want. L3 ruling the world. 
Yes. She was pretty dope. She was amazing. Yeah. And that's been an episode of the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. We'll see you guys in a few days or whenever you want to click on the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) All right, that's it. Bye. Stop it.